You're listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. Entire books, classes, and television shows have been dedicated to Kennewick Man since the discovery of a skeleton along the banks of the Columbia River in Kennewick, Washington, one summer day in 1996. But before all that, he was simply a person living his life. Who is that person, and what do we know about him? This is episode 331 for the 27th of November. 2017. I'm Chris Webster, and this is Arc 365, a podcast today in 2017. This episode is written by Richie Cruz. What is it and where? On a July day during an annual hydroplane race, two gentlemen found a skull sticking out of the banks of a reservoir next to the Columbia River in Kennewick, Washington, and reported what they found to the authorities. Following this discovery, archaeologist James Chatters visited the site to see what else was there. He went back 10 times and collected 350 bones and bone fragments which were determined to be the majority of the skeleton of a single individual. Originally, it was thought that Kennewick Man was just an ordinary person who had the misfortune to die on the river during the 1800s. It was soon determined that the remains were actually 9,300 to 9,600 years old. Years, many controversies, and a lot of scientists later, we now know a lot more about Kennewick Man and the times he lived in. It was determined that the spot where he was found was the spot where he was buried. He was originally buried on his back, with his feet slightly rolled outward and his arms on his side, palms down. His diet consisted mostly of marine mammals and glacial meltwater. He was middle-aged and suffering from arthritis in his right elbow, both of his knees, and several vertebrae. He had also endured some serious injuries in his life, including a fractured rib, depression fracture on his forehead, a similar indentation on the left side of his head, and a spear jab. He was also right-handed and muscular. Kennewick Man is also a window into the advances made in DNA analysis through the years he was enveloped in controversy. The first DNA test carried out on him in the early 2000s came up empty-handed. It was not possible to decode his DNA with the techniques available at the time. The next tests were not conducted until almost 10 years later, and the final analysis of the results were not released until 2015. The simple conclusion the study team came to was that Kennewick Man was closer to modern Native Americans than to any other population worldwide. The study team found that the mitochondrial haplogroup X2A and the Y-chromosome haplogroup recovered from Kennewick Man's remains are both found almost exclusively in the DNA of modern Native Americans. Kennewick Man is also a good example of the times we live in. So much was made out of his true ancestry, whether he looked like Patrick Stewart, which actually happened, and what makes someone Native American. In the end, he was finally laid to rest by a coalition of Columbia Basin tribes according to their traditions. His last funeral was February 17, 2017, more than 20 years after he was yanked out of the first one. He was attended by more than 200 members of five Columbia Plateau tribes. Thank you. That's it for this episode of ARC 365. Please share this episode on your social media sites so others can have fun and learn about archaeology too. Please consider a donation to ARC 365 by sponsoring an episode for just $35. You can find the sponsor page at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com forward slash sponsor ARC 365. Thanks and have a great 2017 with the Archaeology Podcast Network. The song Storm Diggin' was written, performed, and recorded by Steve Webster. This show is produced by Chris Webster and Tristan Boyle and was edited by Chris Webster. This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archpodnet.com. Contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com.